In Hilchas Yisuri B, a Perikid Gimel, the Rambam discusses the halachas of a guy who wants to become a gear. The Rambam begins by saying that the Yidin entered into a covenant with Hashem in three things, with a bris milah, with going to mikvah, and with a carbon. The bris milah happened in Mitzrayim, and the tefillah going into mikvah happened in the Midbar before Matan and then the Yidin also brought a carbon at that time. The Ramam continues and says that this applies for all generations, that when a guy wants to become a Yid, he wants to enter the covenant of being a Yid, he has to have a bris, and he has to go to mikvah and have to have a carbon. And if it's a female, obviously, then she only needs tefillah and a carbon. See halacha hey for what the carbon of a gear is supposed to be. The Ramam continues and says that if a gear had a bris but didn't go to mikvah, or went to mikvah and didn't have a bris if it was a male, then he's not a gear until he does both. And he must go to the mikvah in front of three people. And since it's something that requires a bezin, he does not go to the mikvah on Shabbos, not a yontif, and not by night. But if he did, he's still a gear. See halacha zayin regarding a minor who is becoming a gear. If someone was married to a Yiddish woman or to a giyiris and he has children, and he said, oh, I became a gear on my own without anybody seeing me, then he's not believed to passel his children, but he's believed to passel himself, and then he has to go back and do a taif of tefillah in front of a bezin. The Ramam continues and says that mitzat halacha, a giyayris that we see that she's acting in the ways of the Yidin, for example, that she goes to mikvah when she's an Ida, and then she t- separates truma from her from her dough, and things like that, and also a gear that acts in the ways of the Yidin, that he goes to mikvah when he needs to, and he does all the mitzvahs that he needs to do, then they are considered becheskas geritzeti, they're considered their gerim. And even though there's no witnesses that says in front of who they did the geris, we still consider them gerim. Even so, if they come to marry someone among the Yidin, we do not marry them until they bring witnesses or, or until they go to make in front of us since they have a chazaka of being a guy. On the other hand, if someone comes that we don't know and he says he was a guy, but he became a gear in front of this particular bezdin, then he's believed because the same mouth that made it usher is the same mouth that made a mutter. We wouldn't know that he's a guy, that he was a guy until he opened up his mouth. But this is all talking about in Eretz Yisrael, in those days, and the Chazaka that everyone was there was a Yid. But in Chutzla Eretz, one must bring proof, and afterwards, only afterwards, can he marry a Jewish woman. Parenthetically, this is the way it works today, that anytime someone wants to marry, they need to bring proof that they're a Yid. And for most from people, this is done implicitly because the Rav knows who the people are. The Ramam continues and says that just like we do bris and tevlin for a regular gear, we also do the same thing for slaves that we buy from Gayim in order to become a slave for Yidin. See more details of this in Halacha Yiralaf. The Ramam continues and says that once a slave is freed, he would need an additional tefillah in front of three people during the day, which would complete him becoming a ger and being part of the Jewish nation. At that point, he does not have to re-accept upon himself the mitzvahs and to know the main things of the Yiddishkeit because he already knows about it from the first time he typed. The Ramam continues and says that we, the same mikvah that is kosher for Anida to go to mikvah, that's the same kind of mikvah that's needed for a ger and for a slave that's becoming free. And anything that is considered a chatzitza by Anida is a chatzitza by gerim and by slaves and people coming free. The Ramam continues and says that a person should not think that Shimshain or Shleimah HaMelech um, married Gayim, women that were Gayim. Rather, the way it worked was that the true way of a Ger becoming a Ger is that when someone wants to become a Ger, we check after them to see if maybe they want to marry someone who's Jewish or there's another reason why they want to become Jewish that's an alternative reason. And if we see that they don't have an ulterior motive, then we tell them, you know, that being a Yid is very hard and there's a lot of difficulties with it. But if they say they still want to do it and they want to connect with love to the Yiddishkeit, then we let them become Yidin. 
Because of this reason, Bezdin did not accept Gerim all the days of David and Shleim HaMelech. And the reason is during David, because we assume that the reason why they're becoming Gerim is because they're afraid of the powerful Yidin at that time. And in the times of Shleimah, because maybe because of the great wealth and the great goodness that the Yidin had. Now, because Shlema and Shimshon had their wives convert before they married, and everyone realized that the reason why they converted was for a reason, that's why the Pasa considered them like Gaim. See more details in Halacha Yedzayim. The Rambam concludes that because of these reasons that we mentioned before, the Chachamim explained that Gerim are sometimes very difficult for the Yidin, just like Tzaras is, because many of them turn back to their old ways and they cause the Yidin to sin. You see this from what happened in the Midbar with the story of the Egal and with Kivar Satayra, Taiva, and other challenges that they had in the Midbar.